Thank you for joining us on another episode of The Lockup. I am your host, Sarah, and we get ready for the second episode of The Lockup here today on this beautiful Saturday. Uh, with me in this episode, I have Earl Joseph, the Liverpool Lip. He is representing New Wave Pro Wrestling as we promote an event right here, right now, that will be live May 22nd. You can catch that for just $10 a ticket. We talk about that in the episode and where you can go. Uh, it will be on IWTV as well. Uh, we also we talk about the event, um, fear of injuries, as well as what it's like to run a promotion during the pandemic. So sit back and relax. Enjoy the show. All right. Thank you for joining us here on The Lockup, presented by Buckle Bomb Entertainment. Uh, with me, I got Earl Joseph of New Wave Pro Wrestling. How are you today, sir? I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me here. How are you? Great. It's our pleasure. I'm doing fantastic on this lovely Tuesday afternoon. Um, so I want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Let, let our audience know who may not be familiar with New, New Wave Pro Wrestling, who you are. Yes, uh, my name is Earl Joseph. Um, I am a, uh, or AKA the Liverpool Lip. I am a ring announcer and commentator, but uh, by day, but uh, much like your proverbial superhero, by night I do the promotion and booking for New Wave Pro based out in Terre Haute, Indiana, which is just on the western border of Indiana. Um, it is a company that has been going long before I arrived in this country. Uh, it's been going since about 2012. Um, but lately, uh, thanks to a lot of hard work by myself and other people, uh, the last 12 months or so has really seen the company um, really rapidly rise and become something of a cult hit. So we are just mm -hmm. looking to build on that. And as we will, as we will discuss here on Buckle Bomb, um, we have some big, exciting things coming up for New Wave Pro. Great. Uh, so you mentioned it's been quite different the past year. Uh, what's it been like, you know, trying to promote shows or just you know events or even a wrestling organization during the pandemic past year? Um, <laughs> good question. Am I allowed <laughs> to say a fucking nightmare? Oh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> we always get that no, explicit um, rating, so. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't, no, it hasn't been that, it hasn't been a, a nightmare as such. It has just been uh, unprecedented, I think is the word. Certainly, um, New Wave Pro took a break from March 2020. Uh, we had a show on March 7th, uh, just before the worst of the pandemic, or rather the beginning. It seemed like the worst then. It got a lot worse after that. Um, since the beginning of the pandemic and everything shut down and, and things just stopped happening. Um, our following show after that was July 26th, 2020, in Terre Haute for the first episode of Higher Ground, which is our episodic um, wrestling television series on IWTV and in bits and pieces on YouTube. Um it has been a challenge, to say the least. Not only do you have to deal with uh, the obvious concerns of um, your staff, your wrestlers, your event organizers, their friends and family, but of course you have to deal with the concerns and the care and the health and well-being of the most important part of that equation. That is, of course, the fans. Um, as the rules changed, um, Certainly at some point last year, things seem to be changing rapidly. There seem to be different directives and people 
really didn't have a grasp on what was going on. And that's no bad thing. Like I say, it was unprecedented, but it was um, the key or the challenge at our end as a promoter and, and event organizer was, was adapting to circumstances that may change uh, not just day by day, but sometimes uh, hour by hour, afternoon by morning. Um, and I think New Wave Pro, like a lot of other companies in Indiana and the United States, handled it very well. You just have to make sure that you are abiding by protocol. It's a lot easier to abide by the rules in these instances than it is to break them, in my opinion. Um, and if you're if you're a company looking to to circumvent the rules and to try and not be fully cooperative with the directives, then you are always going to run into trouble. Um, Latterly, um, if I may, uh, the the uh, further difficulty, uh, aside from just the administrative and, of course, the health concerns, has been worrying about um, consumer confidence. Uh, are the fans ready to come back? Do they even want to come back? Do, are they happy to sit shoulder to shoulder? Uh, do they want masks? Do they not want masks? Would you have to create a two-tier system based on who's had the vaccine or not? Uh, that last one is certainly a question that may be heading to us down the pipe. Um, but, of course, uh, I'd like to commend the fans, certainly in Terre Haute. Um, they've been good as gold all through this. We have given them a number of shows since July 2020, and we have a lot more coming this year. And they have been fantastic. They have cooperated. They have not complained one bit. Um, so we are indebted to them for giving us the platform upon which to continue during this really, really difficult time. Yeah, it's certainly been unique. Um, actually, really didn't start getting into indie wrestling till probably just a few weeks before the pandemic hit. So I'd never been to an indie show. Now it's like I'm I'm itching to go, and there's nothing here in New York yet. So I'm like, oh, come on, let's let's hurry up and get it going. But you know, same time, let's be safe as well. Yeah, you won't believe the number of people uh, I've spoken to, just ticket buyers alone. Um, who have said we um, were desperate to come to a show. And it's funny you mentioned New York. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't aware you were from there, but we actually have people um, coming down to our show on May 22nd from New York, and it's their first show oh, nice. since the pandemic began. So people, I'm not going to say people are that desperate because that's that's not fair on anyone, but people are that keen, mm -hmm. man. They want to spend money. They want to get out. They want to have a good time. They want to remember what it was like only 12 months ago. Right. <laughs> um, and we're happy to accommodate that, of course. Uh, so we're recording on a Tuesday here, and last night, uh, I don't know if you caught Monday Night Raw, uh, but Humberto Carrillo um, had gotten injured uh, doing like a sunset flip over the top rope, powerbombed Sheamus right onto his own leg. Um, how much of a concern, you know, is injuries to you from wrestlers and when they talk about doing, you know, crazy high spots? I did see that incident with Seamus, the, the accidents with the mm -hmm. Sunset Flip. And um, it's it's unbelievable how quickly careers and lives can change in an instant. Um, I'll be honest with you, um, when it comes to my own shows, or with any show, honestly, whether I'm an announcer, uh, commentator, the booker, uh, or simply an audience member, um, I'm forever uh, enjoying the taste of my own heart in my own mouth. <laughs> um, I, I find it very um, nerve-wracking sometimes to watch. I speak as somebody whose own in-ring career was was basically stopped by injury. I, I shattered my wrist doing a drop kick, and it, it, it really, really messed me up, but psychologically as well as physically. Um, and that's given me an extra care. I, I'm involved with companies like Pro Wrestling Trainwreck and AWR, um, 
the former is in Connorsville, Indiana, the latter in Indianapolis, um, who both do high volume of death matches, uh, each more dangerous than the last. And these people are trained, they're experienced. They are also not afraid, but God, if I don't have that, um, that sort of fatherly or parental instinct, and after every match, whether they're my friend or not, I make sure as much as I can that I go up to the competitors and I at least get a little fist bump from them and I say, everything good? Like, you know, you can tell me mm -hmm. it's okay. Um, but that's always a fear. And I think um, any 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 part you play in wrestling, from from owner to, to, um, to attendee to a fan, if you're not worried about people's well-being, then, then I'd say you're in the wrong game. Uh, there is, of course, you know, it's not mutually exclusive to to scream uh, for blood and to say holy shit, holy shit, and not and be concerned at the same time. You can you can do both. Um, and wrestling fans, of course, tend to be um, some of the most uh, conscientious when it comes to people's well-being and safety. Uh, certainly, their own when the actions come in their way. Um, but yeah, to answer your question um, in in summary, it's it's a constant worry for me personally. A, a constant worry. I, we pay people to come in and do a job and they shouldn't have to they shouldn't have to feel that they're at risk i i always make sure if we're going to do a stipulation match or we do a match with a particular high spot i make sure sometimes to the point of annoyance that they are okay with this um you know even if it's a ladder match i'll say look are you okay with this like if you don't want to it doesn't matter no one's going to get mad so i'm always on the lookout just for people's um just that they're not going to die which i think is the basic the, the base level you can offer people. Yeah, I can only imagine the insurance companies watching Ray Phoenix wrestle. All the high yeah, spots he I does. Mean, God, there are so many people. Yeah, there are so many people you watch wrestle. I've been up close and personal, certainly thanks to AWR uh, and Pro Wrestling Trainwreck, with people like Mickey Knuckles, Akira, John Wayne Murdoch, Reed Bentley, uh, Neil Diamond Cutter, people who really, really push themselves and their audience to the limit. Um, it's it's quite something to be up close and personal to that stuff, and it really changes your perspective on not just not just wrestling, but and at the risk of sounding so grandiose uh, uh, of life itself, you realise <laughs> what people are prepared to do, and to themselves, for themselves, and for other people. And God, I'd I'd like to see an insurance company to come down to one of these shows. <laughs> <I tell you. laughs> uh, so let's get to the main reason why we're here. Uh, this show coming up right here, right here, right now, um, May 22nd. That's uh, about just under two weeks. Uh, $10 mm -hmm. tickets. Uh, so tell us a little bit about this show. Wow. Well, um, it's first and foremost, um, and I hope you've got about three hours to spare because that's how long <laughs> I'm about to talk. Um it's New Wave Pro's biggest show in their entire history. The company's nearly a decade old, as I said at the top of the hour, and um, it is the biggest show in the company's history. Um, Saturday, May 22nd at the Terre Haute National Guard Armory, and it's not only the biggest because of the talent involved, it's also perhaps the biggest contextually because there is, um, or sorry, it is the first show at the National Guard Armory uh, with fans in attendance since that aforementioned one in March 2020. Um, we, of course, have the arena in Terre Haute. That is our training facility and a, a much smaller venue. But the armory is, um, is our sort of bread and butter in terms of audience size and, frankly, you know, income potential. Um, 
so to go back there, it's sort of our spiritual home. Um, so the the sort of psychological factor is huge, and to celebrate that fact, we've got people. Um, I mean, some of the matches uh, we have Mike Bennett, um, who you'll know from WWE, currently in ROH, taking on Cole Radrick, who mm-hmm. is one perhaps the ultimate hometown hero here in Indiana. Um, Cole's great, and this is. This may well be the performance of a lifetime for Cole. Uh, We have Jordan Oliver, who you'll know from MLW and GCW, taking on Don't Die Miles, who I'm sure you are very familiar with. Um, He is uh, rapidly ascending and certainly one of the hottest young talents, not just in the Midwest, but across the United States, I would argue. Uh, We have our champion, Solomon Tupu, our our, our world champion, taking on uh, Aaron Williams, who is a former seven-time IWA champion. Um, we've also got Jake Christ making his new Wave Pro debut. And, and Jake Christ has had, um, um, he may not mind me saying, I hope not, he's probably had the best year of his career. He is uh, at an incredible peak. Uh, fitness, look, his in-ring performance, absolutely incredible. I've been getting down to a lot more IWA shows lately in, uh, in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, and he has been killing it every time. The guy is absolutely on fire, and he's a former X Division champion with Impact. Uh, we also have uh, a lot of our homegrown stars uh, that we're very proud of, and who always, always work hard for us. Jake Chris will be taking on Nate Matthews, who's somebody who's had an incredible year. Uh, we have our a tag team called uh, <laughs> called called the Tart Foundation. Uh, it's Pop Tarts <laughs> meets the Heart Foundation. So what the hell? Um, Good for and they'll be fighting for our tag team championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be fighting <laughs> for our tag team championships against Joey O'Reilly, who has been on AEW and WWE uh, in the past twelve months. Um, take, and he's New Way Fro's only Triple Crown winner. Uh, and Devontae Knox, who was one of a real, real hot young prospect out of Illinois. Um, we have Tana Keeler, um, who's a guy you should keep an eye on, taking on Apollo Star, who is, um, you know. A, a local legend, and I don't mean that to to do him down. Everyone, a lot of people will say that they learn everything they know from Apollo. Um, he's been doing the game for twenty years plus. Um, we also have a two more matches, um, a great triple threat. Um, we've got Jay Marston, Campbell Myers, and Conan Lycan, who you will have seen on uh, GCW shows. He is a, a monster. They all are. And they're all black and brave trained as well by Seth Rollins and Marek Brave. Um, so you know the pedigree there is immense. Oh, yeah. And last but certainly not least, we have um, Eric Dillinger, who, um, if you may not if you may not have heard of him now, uh, I tell you in 12 months you will have. Um, taken on Sage Phillips, who is another well-traveled, well-storied, and seamless wrestler. Honestly, Sage is one of those guys who... Uh, doesn't waste a, a second's motion, much like Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. Not one second of his movement is wasted, and it's a joy to watch him. Um, we have all the usual bits and pieces as well. We have a pre-show match. Uh, Shane Boucher versus Gunner Brave. Two more Black and Brave boys. <laughs> um, and, we, and ticket sales are very healthy, honestly. Um, we're always looking for more, of course. But I just, you know, I tell you that card, and I if I say general admission is only ten dollars um then it's a steal um we have a we have a deal in place with uh, the local holiday inn express here in terra oh, not here in terra in terra um <laughs> where if you call up and you just mention you're in town for the show they'll give you 50 percent off your room so oh, wow. we're That's trying to good. make it as 
Yeah, we're trying to make it as easy as possible to get to convince these people. We've given them a great card, we've given them cheap tickets, and we're even giving them cheap hotels. Um, and we want it to be, this isn't New Waves moments. Um, although it's our show, although it's our banner, we are trying to make it a celebration. Forgive me if I sound corny, honestly, but we're trying to make it a celebration of, of wrestling and a celebration of the idea of life coming back to normal and to indicate to people that, yeah, look, this isn't a stop-start thing anymore. People are coming out the other end of this crisis and we're going to make it as fun as possible for you. Um, and if you're not convinced by any of that, then fuck, I don't know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think we're, you know, at least on the very back end, because, you know, you see AEW announcing they're going on tours to other cities now. You hear WWE's making plans right around SummerSlam to do the same. So, you know, while exact dates may not be for sure, but definitely we're on the tail end. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be at um, at WrestleMania this year down in Tampa. I, I did a couple of shows. Um, I was commentating for Flophouse, Crab Wrestling, and Zawa. Mm -hmm. uh, from Indianapolis, uh, Maryland, and uh, Illinois. And um, we got tickets for, for Mania. And, you know, it was a relief to be <laughs> to be in a crowd again. And I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> so what was it like being in that crowd, WrestleMania, the first big event with the fans back in? Was it really high energy? Yes, yes, it was. I went to night two. Um, I was I was working a show on night one, um, I think. <laughs> um, I, was, I was also drinking a lot that week. Um, but it, no, it was. I mean, honestly, it was intense. Um, the sense of um, the palpable sense of anticipation and dare I say trepidation. People were feeling out for themselves what life used to be like once more. But you know, the, the, the fireworks go off and you see the pirate galleon on the end and they have the drones making lights and then Randy Orton's music hits for the opening match and it was exciting. And I, um, look, I'm 35 years old, but I don't mind admitting that I, I felt like a, a kid again. And by the main event, you know, I, I was shouting myself hoarse watching that triple threat between Reigns, Brian and Edge, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I was really going for it and it was nice to just, uh, shed that skin that we've all been wearing for these past 12 to 15 months. It was so nice to, to, to feel that again. And long may it rain. Um, there's still a long way. It does, things just don't switch overnight. It took us long enough to understand the dangers of the pandemic, and it's going to take us long enough to understand the security of normality again. But as, as you and I have been saying here, we, we both see uh, a light at the end of the tunnel with it. Um, hopefully, Things like WrestleMania are just the start. You know, uh, I hope to be going to a baseball game tonight, the first the first home game for the Indianapolis Indians and their first home game with the crowds again since March. So let's see how that goes. And, you know, in a couple of months, I'll be telling you how much I hate being around people again. <laughs> okay, guys, it's Sarah here. Do you love listening to our podcast? Do you think, hmm, I can do that on my own as well? I would love to give it a try. Well, head on over to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app from either the Apple Store or Google Store. Uh, you, Anchor is great for recording your own podcast. It's what we use. 
It will give you the tools you need to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer so it's easy, however you prefer. It will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Again, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a, we're home to the Syracuse Mets here where I'm from. Um, baseball started back up. I haven't been to a game yet just because there's still the threat of snow a little bit, but start finally starting to warm up. Yeah. Man, the weather in New York seems crazy sometimes. Worse than Indiana, I tell you. It's been uh, like upper 50s like during the day, but it's been get, creeping down to the upper 30s at night. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, it is a bit. It's May, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Usually it's starting to get warm by now, but it's just a little bit of a delay, I guess. Uh, so first thing I noticed when we look at this poster here, you know, it is Mike Bennett. Um, you, you mentioned because there's been a couple other big names. What's it like when you have someone like Mike Bennett who's been – you know, at the top level, come down and work at New Wave Pro? Oh, it's uh, it's an honor. It's an honor, let me tell you. Um, and it's not... The, the reason that uh, the reason this, this circumstance came about is because Mike Bennett, who has been really, really working his arse off on the indies um, with people like Dan House and um, with people like Effie uh, in, in mm. recent weeks, um, he... Uh, went on Twitter, which is where all the action happens in wrestling, let me tell you. Um, and he literally said, um, I want to wrestle Cole Radrick. Um, and Cole, um, while being a, a, a bigger star than ever, while growing and growing with each match and with each booking and each state he goes to, he was trained at New Wave. Um, he has a long, long history with New Wave. Um, and we were the company that felt best placed to put that on and give it the treatment it deserves. Uh, Mike Mike Bennett has been uh, extremely, excuse me, extremely receptive, very easy to work with. He's somebody who is trying to prove a point, not to the wrestling world, but to himself. Um, you know, the last couple of years, as is my understanding, I don't have any inside track, but uh, I believe the last couple of years with his former employers may have been um, slightly difficult for a number of reasons, uh, personal yeah. and professional. But, you know, it's not for me to talk about as such. And the, this this latest um, journey he's going on um, is, is something to behold. We also have him doing a, a pre-show seminar with um, a number of people. We've got people coming from Missouri, uh, from Ohio, from from the South, to do this seminar because they know the the caliber of talent um, afforded, and him and Cole are going to tear the house down. Um, it's going to be something uh, that I will seeing it live will be will be something for me as a promoter. I dare say I might have a tear in my eye because of <laughs> how it's, everything's come together. And uh, I would only ever urge people to watch it on on TV when it's made available. In in similar terms, Jordan Oliver and Don't Die Miles came about in much the same way. Jordan went on Twitter. Um, his account is currently suspended, <laughs> but he did say, uh, you know, he said, "I want to wrestle Don't Die Miles." He specifically said that. Again, Miles is one of our guys. Um, we have seen him have uh, a hit a, a career peak. He has, he has strapped a rocket to his own back. Um, and that journey began in July 
26, 2020, when he started his feud with Nate Matthews at New Wave Pro. Um, and now look at him. You know, he's having people like, um, like Jordan Oliver, who recently fought Nick Gage for the GCW World Championship. Uh, Jordan Oliver's held championships in MLW. Um, and to have our guys noticed by, by world-class talents, world-travel talents, is something else entirely. And it's exciting for New Wave, and it's exciting for Cole, and it's exciting for, uh, for Miles. Because this isn't... This isn't a peak. It's not downhill from here. This is only the beginning. Um, Cole will take his experience with Bennett and move on even further. I dare say it will get eyes on him in the in the big leagues. Um, and and it's same for Miles and and hopefully for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you when you have some big veterans in the game saying, "Hey, I want to work with these guys," you know, it's quite the eye opener and it shows that the hard work you've been doing is paying off. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to be able to be best placed to do that, anyone, you know, anyone with the right sense um, could have booked uh, Miles Oliver and, and Cole versus Bennett. Um, but we are lucky. We are very, very, very fortuitous that we just happen to have history um, and and an established friendship and work and relationship with these two, two of the best up and coming talents in the States. And on may it continue i i honestly i'm, I'm excited for, for my friends which is what they are as well as colleagues i'm excited for my friends and colleagues to have these opportunities and i wonder which of our guys is next who knows you know you may have jacob fatu may, may want to take on solomon you know someone may ask to face conan yeah. someone may ask to face nate matthews uh, bring it on the more the merrier it's an open invitation honestly if people want to wrestle our guys then come down and do it yeah, so I can't wait for it to come on IWTV. I'll, I'll be certainly be glued to TV on that's debut. And of course, yeah, we, uh, uh, you know, we have uh, Bucklebomb uh, joining as a as a partner with with um, with the show. You know, you guys are one of the main sponsors of, uh, and we just added you to the main flyer today. I need to send you that. Awesome. Um, yeah, we look but, forward to working you know, with you guys for many are, many uh, events. Yeah, no, it's good. I that, that's. I said the fans were the lifeblood of the industry, but it's also people like yourself, um, where not only are you a, a fan fan enough to start a podcast, but you're a fan enough to put the information out there and to spend time with people like me and countless others talking about what they do. Um, and without without people like you, without your enterprises, mm -hmm. it would it would be a lot more difficult. So um, it makes it's logical to to want to work together. And form those bonds, and you know, we. I hope that New Wave Pro and Buckle will have a, a, a very uh, advantageous uh, friendship and, and commercial relationship for and, until we get sick of each other. <laughs> and hopefully, that takes a long time, if ever. Uh, we do have a couple guys on our <laughs> on our Bugabomb team that are from Tennessee, so they might be able to come out to a couple shows. I know one of them is hoping to make it out to the May twenty second one. Uh, what other shows do you got coming Absolutely. up? If they, do, if they do, just let me know and I'll make sure uh, I'll make sure I give them the treatments, so to speak. Absolutely. Uh, do you have any other shows coming up that you want to promote? Um, yes. So away from New Wave Pro, um, like I said, I, I work for a number of different companies that I've, that I've name dropped. Um, I work for Pro Wrestling Trainwreck, which is run by um, the son of uh, Ian Rotten of IWA. Um, mm -hmm. They are up and coming, real, real intense uh, company with great storylines, great, 
great wrestlers. Uh, and they have on Friday and Saturday, this Friday and Saturday, 14th and 15th in Connorsville, Indiana, at the Axel Rotten Memorial Hall, um, we have the Southern Sickness Cup. Uh, it's going to be two nights of just gratuitous violence. <laughs> so if that's your bag, honestly, if that is your thing, if you like death matches, if you like um, Murdoch and Bentley and Bobby Beverly and Otis Kogar and Atticus Kogar and Herzog and Neil Diamond Cutter and all of those people, then get your ass down to Connorsville uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, there aren't many tickets left. Um, JC has done an incredible job of promoting the show, and I will be uh, the ring announcer and co-commentator for both nights. And I tell you something, uh, working those shows is tremendous because um, the deathmatch crowd, um, I don't mean to simplify them, but just for the purpose of this conversation, the deathmatch crowd, uh, they, man, they are intense. They, they want violence, man. As soon as I get in that ring, I, I swear to God, I'm not joking, but before I've even said a word, they'll start going, we want blood. We want blood. And man, the, the guys, the guys in the back of PWT, they give them it. Um, so that's going to be uh, eye-opening. And I can't wait to sweep up um, 2,000 light tubes worth of glass, but that's what you get oh, when, sure. you, when you just start. You know, yeah. Um, I also work for a company called AWR here in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. um, they have a show on June 13th at the Emerson Theatre, but um, I, think, I think more attention should be drawn to um, – the super show that's happening at the Marion County Fairgrounds here in Indianapolis, where uh, AWR, over July 9th and 10th, so that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, AWR, No Peace Underground, ICW, and Paradigm are all coming together to host three days' worth of shows. Um, so that's, you know, that's going to, yeah, that's going to be wild. It's going to be something. Um AWR are hosting uh, the Asylum Deathmatch tournaments. They've confirmed people like Nolan Edward, Casanova Valentine, uh, JJ Escobar, Mickey Knuckles. Um, so again, you know, real experienced or a, a mix between experienced deathmatch wrestlers and and some really hot up and comers. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be known as the voice of AWR um, through my ring announcing duties and. Uh, I'm looking forward to that because it may well be the biggest crowd I've ever played. It will be live on IWTV. So I'm currently in the midst of trying to lose uh, some of this COVID weight before I go live <laughs> on TV. Let's get the right camera um, angle. You'll be all set. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I just get a if I just get a bulldog clip and put it on the back of my neck, it might it might thin me out a bit. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, probably a ton. Um, New Wave will be doing a, a couple of like road shows uh, in June and July. Um, and I also work for companies like uh, Grindhouse. And I mean, I'll show you an example of what I mean. You know, these are my dates just for the next eight weeks or so. Um, I know, yeah, I work for BMFX up in, in Lafayette, Indiana, Grindhouse down in Jeffersonville. Um, we've got some festival dates. Um, I like to keep myself busy. I, I, I hate standing still and I hate having too much time to think uh, I'm, a, I'm a doer rather than a, rather than someone who likes to dwell on things because it makes me feel ill. So. I know what you mean. <laughs> All right, well, before we wrap things up here, I would like to play a little game uh, we call Top, top Rope Turmoil. Uh, kind of like a little rapid fire question game, six questions. 
Uh, so okay. say, say the first answer that comes to your mind here. Uh, what is the best TV show to binge watch? Um, oh, shit. Um, uh, Frasier. Fra Ooh, haven't seen that one in a while, but that was a good one. I used to love watching growing up. I, I um, loved, uh, I love Frasier and Seinfeld. I love all the American sitcoms. Seinfeld, also. yes. Um, what show would you love to host a wrestling event in that you have not been to? Um, oh God, uh, I think that might be too political a question. <laughs> no, um, honestly, um, I, I love, um, just to take myself out of the independence a bit, um, I'm a, oh, sort of a, a, an upper echelon. Uh, I love MLW, huge, huge fan of MLW and have been watching it since, I mean, I watched their first run back in 2002 um, mm -hmm. when they had Funk and Raven and CM Punk and Candido and Mike Awesome and Jerry Lynn um, and they used to do MLW Underground. So um, when they came back in 2018 or 2017, uh, I've watched every episode since. Um, so MLW, I'd, lo I'd, love to, I'd love to announce or commentate for them. Nice. Uh, what's one non-wrestling hobby that you have? I um, I make my own music um, under the name Chemical Billy. Okay. What kind of music do you play for that? Um, it's kind of like I try my best to rip off um, mid-90s Beck. Okay. Uh, so, you know, stuff like Loser, Devil's Haircut, Where It's At, those kind of songs um, with, uh, you know, Arranging results. <laughs> What's your favorite food to order in restaurants? Man, I just, I, I tell you what, uh, steaks, steaks in this country. I haven't had a bad one yet. Um, it's, it's an American staple, uh, but I'm a huge fan. And I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is bad form or not, but uh, I love Outback. Outback's the best. <laughs> they, do, they, they are one of the better uh, chain steakhouses. I can say that. What show should we check on IWTV for New Wave Pro? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna break the rules here and give you two answers. Okay. okay. Well, uh, I will say, yeah, I would watch. Um, oh man, that's a very good question because there's a lot that we've done this year. Trust me, there is a lot. Um, Let's go with see you at the crossroads from uh, January of 2021, where um, we had a tournament to crown a new crossroads championship, which is our secondary title, much like the Intercontinental. Um, some great varied matches there um, and a lot of matches, about 14, but uh, trust me, it's worth it. Um, and secondly, I would say that um, uh, we have a, a mini series called Rogue Nation. Um, it's my little pet project. Um, you know, I filmed it, edited, commentated, uh, got, it, got all the guys together. Um, and I, it's trying to do this underground feel. I'm a big fan of very sparse, minimal um, aesthetics um, in anything, but particularly wrestling. So Rogue Nation has no, no entrances. It has no music. It's just people in an empty arena, much like Raw Underground was trying to do okay. uh, late last year or whatever happened to that, I don't know. Um, but it's only 25 minutes an episode and it's got these weird references to Space Ghost Coast to Coast and all this obscure music I like. So if you're a, a sort of 
you know, uh, if, you're one of, if you're a person like me that bridges the gap between Gen X and Millennial and you like all that stupid shit from Cartoon Network and mid-90s uh, rock music, then you'll love, yeah. love Rogue Nation. <laughs> but serious, in all seriousness, I would suggest watching it because I think that type of stuff, even post-pandemic, um, really does indicate some way forward for the future of, of independent pro wrestling. Mm. So yeah, pretty much the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, Adult Swim pretty much. Fans of that. Yeah, yeah, but with the uh, half-naked fellas uh, uh, cavorting around, which, you know, has its, uh, has its positives. <laughs> yeah. All right, so last question. Uh, if you got to commentate one dream match, what's that match? Uh, oh, uh, you, you, uh, a dream match that's already happened or one, one, Either one or. that hasn't happened? Either or. Okay. I mean, one, one match I'd love to call would be um, anything between Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. Um, you know, uh, everyone everyone who's sort of vaguely into, into wrestling in a real sense knows knows those two had some great – had a great series of matches. Uh, Mike Awesome's just one of my absolute favorites of all time and, and is very, very, very sorely missed. Um to uh for a match uh, that's yet to happen Ooh, um i don't know i think uh this isn't a cop-out this is a genuine answer but um i would like to call at a new wave pro show uh don't die miles versus cole radrick um i think the two of them would really 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 beat the shit out of each other while putting on a really really high-flying athletic performance they are both incredibly athletic and they put someone like me to absolute shame and i think it would be so intrinsically back and forth and exciting um, that to be able to call that on the fly would be a, a real test of my abilities as a as someone who never shuts up <laughs> but that would definitely be a good match to call hopefully oh, we can get that wonderful. one um, i was going to say yeah I, i'll have to put a note in my phone <laughs> and try <laughs> and get it done <laughs> <laughs> all right well Earl, thanks for joining us here. Uh, where can our fans find you or New Wave Pro or anything else that you want to promote? Uh, yeah, we, um, me, myself, I'm on Twitter at the Liverpool Lip. Uh, New Wave is at New Wave underscore Pro. Um, and you can find us on uh, Facebook um, by just putting Earl Joseph and New Wave Pro. You, you'll know who we are. Um, New Wave Pro has an Instagram, but but Michael, the owner, deals with all that. Um, <laughs> and look look us up on IWTV. Honestly, we have uh, certainly from July 2020, we have some really really good shows, and um, all of those shows from July up until up until the one in on May 22nd, they all follow a continuous thread. It's not just shows for their own sake. Um, for the most part, there are stories that that keep these things together. The matches make sense. The matches are there for a reason. We are, we we make an effort to be a company that doesn't just do, you know, first time ever. Just just because it's first time ever, we we are, we are doing these matches because the stories and the efforts by by ourselves and our wrestlers dictated. So if you watch it from Higher Ground episode one on July 2020 up until um, May 22nd with with right here right now, it it actually makes sense. That's sweet. I love to see storylines with indie independence. Just adds another layer. Yeah, no, it's um, you know you wouldn't watch a, a film if the characters were just 
just turning up in scenes and then just disappearing and then never hear from them for the rest of the series, you'd say, what the fuck right. is going on? <laughs> um, and I mean, I, I'm aware that obviously it's different because the physical side of wrestling can mask a lack of story. And sometimes you don't need a story. Sometimes you just say, fuck it, we'll just do these two or three or four guys because it's going to be great. Um, but I'm a firm, firm believer in, in weaving these webs and making it make sense. Um, you know, I don't grimace when I say this, but one of my one of my idols in, in wrestling is uh, is Vince Russo because for, for whatever you want to say about that guy in hindsight, in retrospect, one, you're still talking about him 20 years later. Two, mm -hmm. he made sure there were stories and everyone got uh, a fair crack of the whip. And I think as a, as a writer and as a booker in wrestling, they are extremely admirable goals. Yeah, and he's still getting interview requests, so he, he did something right. Oh, Russo's the man. He just doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks. You know, <laughs> no I, I, wish, I wish I had that level. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I had that kind of detachment from it. He still does. He still does what he wants to. Um, but it's it's only it's only hindsight, and I think uh, a lot of people who criticise Russo tend to be twenty years old and probably weren't alive when David Arquette won the title. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us here. Uh, we hope to have you on again in the future. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for this platform. Um, and of course, um, like I say, we've, we've got a good partnership from now on. Um, and thank yes. you for letting me gas. And I, I love the setup you have. Um, and I, I'm sure you will have a lot more success as time goes on. Well, thank you. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Me too. Thank you. Bye-bye.